Eagles Entertainment. Hey, Eagles fans, this is running back Miles Sanders. Sanders comes in, slot to the far side of the field. He is firing, and it is caught and into the end zone with a touchdown. Eagles score Miles Sanders, his first touchdown in the NFL. You're listening to the Eagles Insider Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Hi, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Insider Dave Spadaro here, and everyone in the NFL now officially 0-0 zero and zero as we are all on the same page getting ready for the 2020 NFL season. The Eagles Insider Podcast marches on here. We're the only place where you can hear from the Eagles in this offseason, so thanks so much for tuning in. Pass the word, keep subscribing, and send us all of your feedback. Today, we've got a special guest, defensive end Joe Ostman joining us. Joe, how are you, man? Doing great. Glad to be here. I, every time I'm here in the offseason, whether it's a weekday or Saturday, Sunday, you are the guy in the weight room. I will tell you, in the 30,000 years I've been here, there are very few people who have put so much into this game. Um, is that the way you've always been? Is that kind of the way you approach everything you do in life? Yeah, you know, I've always had a passion for football, so I just try to work as hard as I can at it, um, you know, control what I can and, uh, you know, try to put the best product on the field. It, it, it's See, everybody kind of looks at it, they go to the Super Bowl and they say, hey, Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo and all these stars. There are many more guys in your position trying to get to the NFL and then stay in the NFL. And I think for you it's been, it's been a really interesting little couple of years here, um, one that a lot of people would – taken a it, it hurt it's hurtful I mean the first year I mean first of all you're a two-star recruit coming out of high school the hometown it was what's again is it? it's called oh, sending this Michigan right and yeah. how many people a thousand people in that in that hometown yeah yeah about <laughs> uh, you don't get you don't you get one scholarship offer Central Michigan yep uh, have a great career there with the Chippewas it was sack after sack after sack first team all Mac honors 69 tackles 20 and a half tackles for loss, 14 sacks, four forced fumbles in your last season, just 11 games. And listening to the highlights of Joe Osman in college, it was one sack after another. Rollis back and looking to throw. Now he's flushed out and brought down by Osman in the backfield again. His 11th sack in his third tackle for a loss tonight. Joe Osman says, no, you don't. Pressure on Milas and he's hit. <laughs> It brought him from a blind side, and guess who was there? I don't know, maybe something. <laughs> Joe Osman? Yeah, maybe him. Oh, look at Central Michigan close end down. That's back-to-back stops for Joe Osman, the best of the bunch on that D-line. Yeah, he's on fire. Trouble, and down he goes. Sack time. Central Michigan, the leader of the sack bunch, Joe Osman. Joe, why, why were you so successful in college? Um, you know, I think it was an adjustment period. It took some time, but uh, I just tried to study film and continue to try to work on um, the things that, I, you know, I wasn't as good at. And then uh, by the time I was a senior, I kind of got a knack for pass rushing, I felt, and uh, was able to have some success on the field. And and very little play as a kid, right? Like, you didn't start playing football until you were in sixth grade. Yep. We talked about that. You're a big-time wrestler. Has wrestling helped you in your NFL career, in your football career? Yeah, no doubt about it. I think wrestling was huge. Um, you know, I love the sport. Um, it grew on me a lot. Uh, I think uh, you can get a lot out of wrestling that translates to the football field. And then you go uh, into a draft period. Did I know I know Lance Zerline from NFL.com. I read the report on you. Uh, thought you would be a fifth or sixth round draft pick. You did not mm-hmm. get drafted. Um, t- tough not to get drafted, not to hear your name? 
Yeah, you know, it was tough. Um, you know, you get your hopes up. It was a little bit of a disappointment, but at the same time, you know, it was just a little adversity, and uh, I knew that wasn't the end of the road. Um, just had to put my head down and, you know, continue to work and, you know, let the rest, you know, take care of itself. So The Philadelphia Eagles sign you. You spent your rookie year, for the most part, on the practice squad, developing uh, and gained some notice uh, late in the season as the Eagles getting ready for the playoffs. As Doug Peterson, Mike Groh, talked about you, practice squad players... A lot of what they do during the week of preparation is scout teamwork, giving the offensive line, the backs, the players, a good look at opposing players upcoming. And both Coach Doug and Mike Groh singled you out for your contributions. We've played a lot of really, really good defensive linemen this year, D-ends, D-tackles, and, and it just seems like our guys really – uh, embrace that opportunity, embrace the challenge, and they have a great week of practice preparation. We, I'm gonna tell you, Joe Osman, um, he he he's a practice squad player. He was Khalil Mack last week. He's been Aaron Donald. He, I mean, he's been, and he gives us great looks. And really, that's where it starts. And our, our guys really, as I said, they do embrace it, and they rise up and do a nice job in the game. He has busted his tail all season long. He's a better player because of the way he approaches practice each and every day, embraces um, the, the number of jersey that we put on him. Um, and like you said, we, we've played some excellent pass rushers um, over the, the, the stretch of games here. And um, he's usually been that guy, whether it be Aaron Donald or Khalil, Khalil Mack or Jadavian Clowney or J.J. Watt. Um, you know, all these really uh, great pass rushers that we've played against. And Joe has helped prepare the offensive line. Um, for that for, for that challenge, and, and our offensive line has risen to the challenge. So what was it like playing the likes of Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald and all those guys, and, and what did you learn during that time? Um, yeah, it was a good experience. I learned a lot. You know, obviously I'm not on there, out there on game day, so, you know, I, my game day was during the week, you know, getting the guys ready. Um, being able to go against guys, you know, like Jason Peters, Lane Johnson every day, some of the best tackles in the league, uh, was a great opportunity for me uh, personally. Um, so I just tried to do my job, you know, the best I could um, and then imitate those players, like you said, as well as I could. So you study their film, right? Yeah, definitely. Why definitely. are they great? Like, are they so, is Khalil Mack totally different than what Aaron Donald does? Are the moves that, that different? Um, not totally different, but, you know, Aaron Donald plays inside, um, Khalil Mack's on the edge. Um, they do have a little bit uh, different styles, different types of moves, um, but at the same time, they do a lot of the same things as well, so. So your rookie year was practice squad, Joe, um, and we'll get into year number two, which was an interesting season. But as a rookie, I mean, you felt, I think you kind of, you had a good preseason. You had a good training camp. The Eagles were really high on you. We've, we obviously saw last year how valuable it is to be on the practice squad and how those players need to be ready to go. Yeah. When you got here, was it a big jump from, you know, Central Michigan to NFL level going against Jason Peters and going against Lane Johnson, guys who are faster, bigger, more experienced. They've got all the technique down. Yeah, it's definitely a big jump, um, you know, but you just got to kind of listen to your coaches, let them steer you in the right direction, and then play as hard as you can. You know, pass rushing, a lot of it comes down to playing hard and, you know, having a want to get there. So, like I said, I just try to play hard every day and get better. Why, so. why, do, you, why do you play so hard? What, what is it about you? Is this like your DNA that you're like this, this beast who just keeps going and going and going? <laughs> no, I just, I just love football. You know, I, I enjoy it. And um, Why? It's just been my passion, you know, as long as I can remember, you know. The physical um, part of it? Yeah, just the game and the process of preparing for it. You know, I've always loved it. I've grown up watching it. Um, it's always been my dream to play in the NFL. So, you know, I just have, I have a passion for it. I really enjoy being out there. So It's interesting, Joe. Your, your body type, um, 6'3", I guess 259-ish at yeah. the moment. I mean, you keep putting on weight and, and adding muscle. Hmm. 
it's it considered moderate size. I guess years ago it would be considered small. Now it's almost can, kind of the norm. People want to see that burst, want to see that speed. Is this is this what you're seeing? Like the position's kind of changing, like the body type. If you got the burst and you got the moves, you got the desire, you can make it in this league? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's different. Um, it's just about, you know, what you do well. And then you got to find what you do well and then, you know, just continue to rep that. Um, so I just try to use what I have. And um, What do you have? Um, what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what makes you think you can succeed at the NFL level? Um, you know, I think I'm always going to keep coming. You know, whether my first move works or not, I think I'm going to play with high effort. And also, I have some moves that work for me that I'm continuing to work on. Um, but, you know, I'm just trying to continue to develop as a pass rusher and as an overall player. So It, it, was, it was really cool watching you. Um, and Howie Roseman pointed out after the 2018 season, going into 2019, you'd put on some weight, put on some strength, going into training camp. I imagine last year, uh, around this time, you were feeling very good about your chances of making this 53-man roster. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, um, that was my goal, you know, to be on the 53 roster and com contribute to the team as much as I could this year. And, uh, you know, I felt like I was in a position where I was going to have an opportunity, you know, going into last year's camp. So uh, I felt good about it in the offseason. And we watched you in training camp early on. You were beating guys, uh, coming off the ball fast. Reporters, one day I remember Jim Schwartz, defensive coordinator, was asked about you and had some really worthy praise for a guy that not a whole lot of people knew about, Joe Osman was opening eyes in the 2019 Eagles training camp. You know, until until you can actually get the quarterback, you know, I mean, it, he, but he's doing a good job rushing. Let's let. And I think the other thing, I don't want to speak for uh, for Fip, but he's really working hard on special teams too, which is what a lot of young players need to do. Um, but you know, there's there's big difference between looking good rushing in practice and then be able to finish them in games. And we have confidence, and when we do get live to the quarterback in our preseason games, that we'll see the same things from Joe. One week after Jim Schwartz was asked about you, Eagles go to Lincoln Financial Field, the one open to the public practice, and you were the casualty. You went down, ACL torn, season over. Uh, what do you remember from that night? Uh, you know, I knew I knew right away. You know, I still remember it pretty, pretty vividly. What um, happened? Uh, I was, it was a special teams drill, and, you know, I was engaged with a guy running down the field, and I just took a wrong step, and uh, my, my leg just kind of buckled, you know, instantly disappointed. You know, I didn't spend too much time feeling bad for myself. I knew that, you know, what can I do to get this better, and what can I do to be back, you know, feeling like myself again or hopefully stronger than before. So, yeah, How did you get over that disappointment? Because what does happen? You, go, you, you know it. I mean, I tore my ACL a thousand years ago. Mm. I knew it was, you know, the pain is intense. Yep. Do you call your agent right away? You call your parents right away? What do you do? Yeah, you know, I called, you know, all the people close to me, my parents first, and you know, my, my agent, like you said, um, you know, kind of just came up with a plan. You know, when surgery, and then when can we start rehabbing? You know, that was, that was what I was most concerned with. Is when can I start like progressing in the right direction with this? Um, you got to let the inflammation go down till surgery, and then you start working. So. Um, you know, some things you can't control, and this is one. This is one of them with injuries on the on the football field. But you know, you can't control what you do after that and how you respond. So, um, my goal is to come back stronger than before. And and have have you? Are you pleased with where you are physically? Yeah, I feel really good about it. Um, I think I'm on track to be, you know, back to where I was, and stronger. You know, going to the next camp. Um, so I'm just continuing to work at it, chip away at it, and get my knee stronger, overall body stronger, and you know, work on. What I need to work on. While you're not working your knee, are you still doing upper body and are you still doing other parts of your body to make that better? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm trying to get my whole body in the best shape of my life. Um, 
but at the same time, obviously focus on my, focusing on my knee a little bit more just to get it back up to speed. Joe, how is, how's a guy like you who is uh, an animal? I mean, like, I, look, you're, you want it. Like, you're a great guy. You're super active in the community. The community relations department here is so happy with your uh, willingness to go out. You go to the VA hospital a lot. I mean, you really put in a lot of time in the community, which is a part of the game of the NFL. You know, you, you, you give so much of yourself. Was there a point in your life where you like were like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm dreaming of being an NFL player? Like, when you were a kid... Was this the dream? Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, for as long as I can remember, that's been the dream. You know, it's really been my only dream um, my whole life. It's been, I, don't, I can't really think about having any other dream um, since I've been a kid. So, you know, that's How'd why that I enjoy it. Like, do you watching TV? And were you a Detroit Lions fan? Yeah, like, growing up I was, okay. you know, growing up in Michigan. Um, I don't know. It's just, you know, I just remember maybe it was my dad watching football from a, from a young age. I'm not sure. I just know that I've always loved it. You know, that's what I've done, just watch football. And then once I got old enough to start working out and playing, obviously that's what I did. So, um, so how have you replaced the competitive? You're, how do you replace not going out there and being physical? How, for two years, mm-hmm. it's been on game days. You've not been able to go out and do something that you love. So how do you replace that? Yeah, you know, it's tough. But um, well, last year, you know, I kind of just looked at um, practice as, you know, my game day to try to, you know, put everything into pr- the practice week. And then this year it's been tough just kind of not being able to play. Um, but like I said, I can't, some things you just can't control. So I just try to focus on the things that I can, you know, and trust the process. Um, eventually, you know, I trust that I think I'm going to be out there and um, able to compete again. So. Are you more patient now than you were two years ago? Yeah, it's a, it's a learning <laughs> process for sure. It's um, definitely a learning process. But talking to some guys that have been hurt before on the team um, has been really helpful. You know, just kind of trusting that things are going to get better and, you know, um, this thing's going to heal up. So. How, for for those who kind of just watch, like, what does it take to be a great NFL defensive end? Do you think what are the key, what are the pieces of the puzzle that need to all fit together to be mm-hmm. like Brandon Graham and yeah. and he's not a big guy. He mm-hmm. plays with great speed, with great energy, with great joy. What does it take? Yeah, um, you know, I think like I said, kind of just you know doing what you're good at, um, and also I noticed you know most good players are very smart as well. Um, and also I see guys, you know, taking care of their bodies, you know, because um, nothing's guaranteed in this league. And in order to be on the field, you need to be healthy. So um, I think just a relentless attitude and, you know, like I said, smart up top and just taking care of your body. There was a time when you were a pass catching phenom in high school, <laughs> yeah. scoring touchdowns, running down the field. Did that ever enter into your mind that you would be on the offensive side of the ball? You know, ever since high school, I've played on the def- defensive side of the ball. So I've just been kind of defensive minded. But, mm-hmm. um, you know. However, I can contribute. I'm, I'm here to contribute. <laughs> do you, do so. you have? Do, do, are you a good enough athlete? Do you think to play on the offensive side of the ball? Not, 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 not the defensive guys are worse athletes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that there's like an element of speed at the tight end position, for example. Right, right. Like, do you match up at that position from a from a physical standpoint? Do you think? Yeah, I like to believe so, but you know, <laughs> it's not for me to decide. So. Who did you idolize as a kid? <laughs> um, as a kid, well, just growing like, up. Yeah, watching. who did you watch? Who did you, who did you love watching? In Detroit, I'm not familiar with the Detroit Lions as much as other than we have always kind of kicked their asses. Oh, yeah. Most, <laughs> yeah. Um, Most teams have, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up watching, like, you know, Kelvin Johnson. Um, stud. Yeah. He, stud of studs. Yeah, he was a stud. He, he was the the main one I remember um, on the Lions, you know, watching. Um, I watched a lot of James Harrison growing up, too. Okay. Um, he was playing for the Steelers. I just, you know, like to watch football mostly. No, Not one player in particular comes to mind in general, but... How is it being 25 years old or whatever you are 
Uh, and being in Philadelphia and being in the NFL, have you had time to, do you look around the city? Do you enjoy being part of the city? Yeah, yeah, I love Philly. You know, I'm very thankful to be here. Um, I've really enjoyed my time here. You know, the people in this organization, you know, just great people. Um, so it's been it's been a great experience so far. So what happens the rest of the offseason here, Joe? Is this just a an everyday I'm going to be in the weight room getting ready for OTAs if you're cleared and then training camp for sure? Yeah, so I'm sticking around this offseason just to make sure I take care of my rehab. Um, you know, have all the resources here that I need, um, you know, with the training staff and nutrition and everything to get my knee healthy. So I feel like it's the best place for me. So I'm, I'm going to stick around for sure. Are you just dying to get back on the field? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, injuries give you a new perspective. You know, you appreciate it when you're playing, you know, and you don't get hurt for a while. But then when it gets taken away from you, um, you appreciate it that much more. And, you know, you almost become that much hungrier. So um, I think overall, in in the long run, it could end up being a good, th- uh, a positive thing. Yeah. So. Did Did you fear that it would maybe wouldn't come back from it? Was there any? Did you allow any doubts to crawl into your mind? Uh, no, I personally didn't really have any doubts about it. You know, you hear these stories how um, certain injuries can be tough to come back from, but um, I feel I've felt ever since the beginning pretty confident that I'll be fine. It's just going to take some time. And um, right now we're on track for that, so I feel good about it. Give me a little scouting report on why is Brandon Graham so great? What what are what does he do particularly? If you if you talk about do what you do well, what does Brandon Graham do so well? He does a lot well. Um, he's he's he, he can play from the three technique or the end, so he's flexible, um, which is huge. Um, it allows him to be on the on the field more in different packages. He's also extremely strong, um, one of the strongest you know D linemen I've seen. Um, and he, he plays hard. He loves the game. You can tell he's passionate. You know, he plays with energy, and he's a good player. Very smart, very smart player as well. So I've learned a lot from him. That's one of the guys that I've watched the most uh, since I've been here. And, you know, on top of all that as a player, he's a great guy. So um, I really enjoy being around BG. How about Derek Barnett? Because they talk about his bend. Mm-hmm. So explain to people, what is the bend? Um, just coming around the edge, you know, getting low, but also being able to continue running. Um, that's what they can kind of call bending. And like you said, uh, Derek's great at bending. Um, he's good at a lot of things, though. I have a lot of respect for him as a player. Um, he's extremely tough, loves the game. Like you said, he's really good at bending around the corner. And uh, Derek plays hard. You know, I'll go to war with him every, any day. You know, um, like I said, I respect him. So It's an interesting group of guys. I mean, seven of 53 players on the active roster last year we're defensive ends. Mm-hmm. You know, training camp is going to be a battle. Yep. Uh, you must, I mean, that's kind of what everybody looks for. It's bring out the best in you, right? Exactly. Yep. Competition. It's awesome. Um, Joe, what are you doing when you're not playing football? What kind, um, of stuff do you, what kind of stuff are you into? I'm into ice fishing. Uh, I like to do that. We used to have winters here. We don't have winter here anymore. <laughs> There's no ice anymore. Yeah. No. Um, you know, I just like being outdoors. Um, you know, I enjoy like... When I'm back home swimming, doing stuff like that, because there's the Great Lakes, and then um, out in Philly, you know, I just enjoy, you know, hanging hanging out with friends, you know. Explain what ice fishing, the th- what is the excitement in ice fishing? Like, I don't quite, so yeah. you go into a lake, and you drill down, right? Yeah. And then what are you fishing for? It just depends where you're fishing or what, you kind of go certain places for different types of fish. Um, and how far do you have to bore down before it becomes? Uh, depending on the time of the year, up to like two feet huh. by the end of February. Um, okay. And then you pitch a little tent out there or you pretty much. Yeah, but it's just it's peaceful, you know, so just do it with friends, it's peaceful and then um obviously once you catch a fish it's pretty fun too. And then so. how how large does the hole have to be in the ice to get the fish up? Uh, it depends and out. what kind of fish you're fishing for, but usually we we make like twelve inch holes. Okay. Usually. Okay. 
if you're trying to catch big fish. Yeah. So really, so, so, so do you go with a bunch of buddies and just yeah. chill out and have a couple of sodas and, and have a good time? Yeah, it's peaceful out there. Yeah. So um, it gets pretty cold in Michigan, so you can go quarter ways out. So. Very cool. <laughs> uh, for for fans who want to know, like, what what are the pressures of playing in the NFL, Joe? How how much how much daily pressures, or how do you kind of go from that college environment where there's pressure, but you've also got the schoolwork to being, and I know schoolwork's really important to you, and I'll talk about that next, to dealing with the daily pressure of performance in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I mean, the stakes are high. There is pressure. There's no doubt about it. But um, if you kind of just break it down, you know, you, you can only control what you can control. So I just try to focus on the things, you know, that I can get better at and the things that I can control. And outside of that, you know, um, let the rest take care of itself. Um, there's no point in stressing over things that you don't really have any control over. You were so. an academic stud in high school as well as at Central Michigan. Why were academics so important to you? Um, you know, I, I tried to do, do my best in academics, just try to do my best in, you know, everything I did. Um, definitely had a lot more passion for football, I'll say that. Um, <laughs> but I tried to stay on top of my ac- academics, you know, as well as I could. So. And then the other thing that's interesting about your background, your parents or your dad, or I'm not sure if it was both, your mm-hmm. mom and dad, run a bakery? Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the significance? Did you make the donuts? Uh, yeah, I pretty much, that's the only other place I've worked um, my whole life. It's, it's just a family business. It's been in our family for three three generations, almost 80 years now. What's the name so, of the business? Um, it's called the Mackinac Bakery. Okay. It's just a small town um, up in Michigan, just like a old, old-fashioned, old like homemade uh, bakery. I made donuts when I was in high school. Yeah. We would go, break the yeast. So the first few times you smell the yeast, right? Like yep. it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, yep. And then you mix it all up and you you shape everything and then you there's nothing better though than a freshly cooked donut. Yeah, it smells a lot better after them. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we used to have to pump. Did you still? They still like hand pump the cream and the jelly into the donuts. Yep. yep. Oh, that's Same. Yep. Love that. Old school. Yeah, really old school. <laughs> yeah. But that's the best school. Yeah. Hey Joe, congratulations on uh, you know uh, overcoming what can really ruin a lot of people, man. You mm-hmm. people, it's hard to make it in the NFL. It's hard to yep. get here. Yep. Um, and then you get a setback like you had with the knee, and you just you just haven't stopped working. It's it's really really encouraging to see, and I'm glad this, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling well and that you're yeah. excited about 2020. Can't wait. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Joe Ostman, Eagles defensive end. We thank you so much for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, bro. I appreciate it. Joe Ostman, the guest today. We thank you all for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm back next week with more from the Novacare Complex. Eagles shaping things up for 2020. And we thank you for joining us along the way. Thanks to Trevor Hayes for putting this all together. Thanks to all of you for joining us each and every week. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone. And fly, Eagles, fly.